Amen. Okay, so today we're going to be in Luke. Here's what here's what y'all got to do, though. Y'all going to have to read Luke chapter 15, the entire thing at some point today or this week or whenever. Okay, you're going to have to do that. All right. Um, uh, uh, but we're going to be in Luke chapter, Luke chapter 15. And, um, and again, I'm telling y'all, it's like, I have church three times, you know, the Holy spirit gives me some things. I jump into the word, I pray on it. And the next thing I know I've got it. And so I've been beat up by this for three times, but I'm down for, I'm down for another one. Um, uh, one, if you guys are, so Luke 15, one through two, I'm going to read certain parts of it. Okay. But again, you know, uh, read this, read the entire chapter today and maybe even go back and listen to this. Um, and I can see my mom now about to text me. I'm like, I- I'll, I'll post it. I will post it today. Um, <laughs> I'll go back and listen if you post it. And so I'll, I'll, make, sure, I'll make sure that I, that I do that. All right, Luke 15. Um, so so here, here, here's what we got to understand about, about, you know, again, when Jesus taught, you know, use real life examples, but also use parables, right? So now now watch this. So so Jesus is uh, uh, setting the scene here for us to kind of understand the way he works and the way the kingdom works. So it says tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to Jesus to listen to him teach. Now, listen, the Bible set the stage there that tax collectors watch and other notorious sinners came to Jesus to hear him. Listen. And by they, I mean us, this is where we should be, right? At the feet of Jesus to, uh, to hear teaching. Now, this verse two says, this made the Pharisees and the teachers of the religious law complain. So now why are they complaining that the people who need him the most are right where they're supposed to be? Okay, so they're now the complaining that he was associating with sinful people, even eating with them. Now, I'm going to jump down to verse 11, because what Jesus now does is he, he has he, he goes through three stories. He tells three parables. He, he, he makes up these stories because he's trying to explain to them why he's with the people he's with, why he spends time trying to invest in changing the people that he's invested in and changing it. And okay, you got a lot to complain about why I'm with them and why I'm associating with this with such sinful people. Why are you even eating with them? So he goes through three parables. I'm going to I'm going we're going to only look at the one about the prodigal son today, but I'm going to talk about the other two while I teach this one um, when we get to a certain point. Okay. So 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 now in verse 11, Jesus already does two. He already he already does a parable of the of the of the uh, uh, 99 sheep that are with the shepherd and one that was lost and how he left everybody and left the 99 to go get one. He talked about the woman who had the lost coin and 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 so she searched the house and did whatever she had to do to make sure she found that lost one. Then he gets to this story about the prodigal son and he's trying to further the point. Okay. Now understand this verse 11 starts as to illustrate this point further. So to go further, to prove his point, he's now talking about this story. Now, again, the story of the prodigal son is one where, you know, uh, this man has two sons and the younger son says, you know, I want, I want my stuff. Now I want my inheritance. Now give me my money and I'm going to leave. And so he gives him his stuff. He leaves. And, and, and then he lives, he lives a life of what they say of total debauchery. He does whatever it is he wants to do, right? With the, with, with, with his stuff and with his money, right? And then it runs out. And then, and then so it runs out and then there's a famine. See, he could not predict that this famine would happen. And you could predict that you could predict that he'd run out of money because he already showed himself not to be the one that makes the, the best decisions, right? But then something unpredictable happens and he's not prepared to handle it. So now he persuades uh, local farmers to hire him. And, and, and so now he went from being in his, in, in his dad's uh, uh, palace, everything provided for him, right? And now he's working for farmers feeding pigs, okay? 
feeding fish. And the Bible says that he was so hungry that he would watch this, that he was considering eating the stuff that they were feeding the pigs. Watch this, but watch, watch the condition he found himself in. Cause the Bible says that he wanted to eat the stuff that the pigs ate, but nobody would even give him the stuff the pigs ate. So he went from having everything he could possibly want to not even being given the slop that was given to the pigs. So then the Bible says he comes to himself. He comes home. His father's happy. He, he has a whole celebration. He does have a brother that's not really excited about that. We'll get to that too. Um, but but then he, he comes back home. So Jesus uses this whole story to talk about why he's uh, around or with the people that he's with. Today's, today's sermon is, is simple, y'all. And I hope it encourages you. It's you can recover from a bad decision. Okay. You can, and I want to be careful with these words. You, you can recover. I see you, Crystal. I see you, Brian. You can recover from a bad decision. And I'm careful with these words because sometimes we label bad decisions mistakes. No, no, no. A mistake is if I'm trying to do a math problem and because I don't know calculus, I get the wrong answer. Oh, I was supposed to do this instead of that. That's how I got the wrong answer. A bad decision is me knowing what I'm doing and and consciously choosing. I see you you already with family. Listen, and deciding already in my mind, here's what I'm going to do. And that's a bad decision. That's not a mistake. A mistake, a mistake is, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to add engine coolant to my car, but I accidentally put it in the windshield washer fluid thing. That's a mistake. I put it in the wrong thing. I was trying to do the right thing, but, but I I see you, Ma. Yes, I am. But, 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 but we make decisions that aren't good for us all the time. And, And what we need to understand is that you can, I can recover from a bad decision. One of the things, and I don't even want to get too far ahead of myself, that the enemy wants us to think is that your whole life is over because you made a bad decision or, or there's no future for you. I see you, Laura. Yeah, that is, listen, you already got that confirmation. Get off my Zoom. Get off the Zoom, Laura. Here we go. Watch this. Watch this. He, that, that, the, that what the enemy wants you to think, and, and sometimes what, what, what other people would want us to think, and even within ourselves, what we will want us to think, what we will tell ourselves is that there's there's nothing better for me because of this decision that I made. And I put myself in this situation and now there's nothing else better for me in the future. And I'm here to tell you that no, 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 that 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 watch this, that even it even Jesus says that even with this man wanting to eat the stuff they fed the pigs, that even in that moment, he was able to to change course and make come on somebody a right decision. And so Jesus was using this story to explain something. Now, this is different from the other two parables, but it's to make the same point. All right, here we go. We're going to talk about this in, in both of those parables in a second. Here's point, here's point number one. Y'all might have already got several points. If you got several points, that's fine. Just put this point one as whatever it is in your list already. Uh, watch this. Watch this. That we have, watch, we have to understand as we go through life that we need to lean on the direction and the instruction of the Holy Spirit with our life's decisions. Okay. That look, that there are times, there are times when, look, the Bible says that there's a way that seems right to man, but at the end, it leads to destruction. That, 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 look, we understand that sometimes we make bad decisions because we want to do the wrong thing. It's just what we want to do. And so we decide to do it. And it is what it is. But there are also times where we try to do something that seems right. It seems right to me, but the end leads to destruction. So if I can't trust, if I can't trust my judgment, number one, because I know myself and there are times I decide to do the wrong thing. And I can't trust my judgment. Watch this, because sometimes even when I'm trying to do the right thing, it ends up in the wrong place. Then I need to figure out where do I go and what do I do to make sure that these decisions and where I'm going are going to lead me to the right place and that there is no way around it. Understand this. This man, sometimes we think that if we had a life of comfort and luxury, we would make the right decisions. Like it would would be easier to do the right thing if I just had everything work out my way. Watch this. Watch this, though. 
This man had every single luxury afforded to him. Look, not only was he rich, you, his, he was rich because his father was rich. He didn't even have to work for it. So he had the luxury. He had a life of ease. He had comfort and still made a decision that was detrimental to his life. Okay, watch this. So, so it wasn't like it was a, like, oh, I have a life of hardship and I have a life. And so now I got to make certain decisions to try to. No, no, no. He had a life of, life of ease. Everything handed to him, everything he could possibly want. Watch this. And he still made bad choices. We cannot get too comfortable with where we are in life or where God has placed us or where God has blessed us and think that now I can do this on my own. I can make my own decisions that I can I can just rationalize in my own mind and make this thing. No, 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 no. Because the same way this man had everything he could possibly want, he still made what? The bad decision. Now, by the way, not having those luxuries don't mean that you'll make bad decisions or even give us a, 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 an excuse to make some. Just because we may not be in his place doesn't mean, well, you got to understand my situation. That's why I did what I said. No, 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 no. That's still what? The wrong or the bad what? Decision. And if we watch this, and if we're trying, if, if we're trying to live a life that's pleasing to God, and here's how sometimes God's direction will come. We want to know, should I go here or should I go there? Should I take this job or should I take that job? Should I leave this job? Should I stay in this job? There's all these different decisions that we sit here and we're trying to make. And sometimes it is the what the Bible says, that the steps of a what? Righteousness man are ordered by God. And sometimes God will give you direction into a specific place. But watch this. Sometimes his direction comes in how we are to conduct ourselves. Sometimes watch this. Sometimes it's yes, go here. But sometimes it's no, you need to humble yourself or you need to be loving or you need to forgive them. And he'll give us direction regarding how to conduct ourselves. Watch this. And as we walk out the way God wants us to walk out, and I see, watch this now. And as we live the way God wants us to live, the path becomes clear. Okay. The route becomes clear. And what, cause what he wants you to do, what, cause sometimes it's course. Here we go. Write this down. This is preacher talk. Sometimes it's course and sometimes it's character. There it is. Y'all want a preacher? I'm going to give y'all a preacher. Y'all want an old school? Here we go. Listen, sometimes it's course, Brian, and sometimes it's character. Some, Charmaine, sometimes it's yes, take this job, but other times it's I want you to act like this where you are. And as we begin to walk the way he wants us to walk and we begin to conduct ourselves the way the Holy Spirit is leading us to conduct ourselves, then the path by which we go will open up. Then the, the doors will be open for, paths will be made clear. Then all of a sudden we'll be able to hear from the Holy Spirit. Why? Because we are conducting ourselves the way he wants us to conduct ourselves. And other times it is course. And here's the thing. Well, Rick, pastor, how in the world do I know course of character? Again, impact, I ain't here to fool you. You need to tap into the Holy Spirit and you need to listen for you because I can tell you one thing, but that's coming from me. And, and there are times where I may be letting God say, hey, this is what God is, is telling me about the situation. Sometimes, you know, Karen can tell you or Sierra can. But if you listen, if you want that moment by moment direction in your life, I am trying to tell you that you do not have to get on the Zoom to get it. We encourage and confirm and all the other kind of stuff and teach. But you need to have Jesus by yourself, the Holy Spirit inside of you, guiding and telling you, listen, the Bible is either true or it's not. He will lead and guide you into all truths. And if you want to know character and you want to know course or you want to know what it is I'm supposed to, because I can't trust my own decisions, then you need to tap into that. Amen. Point number one, I can't, I got to learn to lean on the Holy, the, watch, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. We understand a whole lot and we rationalize a whole lot. And let me tell you something. And 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 God has blessed blessed us with the ability to make decisions and to, but but we and, and so we can't just lean to that understanding. However, in all our ways what? Acknowledge him and he shall what? 
direct your path. James 4.10 says, humble yourself in the sight of God and he will do what? Lift you up. You're trying to figure out what to do. Make sure the way that you conduct yourself is, is humbled under what? Under the mighty hand of God, as it says in 1 Peter 5, 6. And James, it says, in the sight of the Lord. So I want to make sure that the way that I'm operating is what? Is submitted under his word. Submitted under the way that God wants me to operate. Submitted under what the Holy... Listen, I can feel like doing something else, and and, and but still operate according to the what God tells me to do. Okay? I see you, Sister Karen nodding her head. I know I'm right with Sister Karen nodding her head. Here we go. That I can feel... Watch this. I can feel legitimate in what I want to do and then say, Rick, that's not what we're going to do today. We're going to submit under the under the instruction and the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We cannot underestimate the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Don't forget it was Jesus who said, I'm, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to leave you another advocate. I'm going to leave you a helper and he will lead and guide you into all truth. And so we can't underestimate the power. Jesus, said, I'm going to leave him here for you. All right. And advocate. all right. So, so we want to make sure that we learn to what trust and submit because I can't lean on my own understanding and make my own decision in those matters. Point number two, what we learned from this story, watch this, careful pursuing your desires, and I use desires in air quotes, your desires, because everything is not what it seems. Watch this. He thought he wanted money and freedom, but what looked like money and freedom was really a path to poverty and labor and feeding pigs <laughs> and wanting to eat what the pigs ate. Listen, so what he thought, watch this. So what? So sometimes we look at something and we think that this is better. Or we think that, don't forget the story of Abraham. Abraham and Lot comes to, come to a, a, a point and, and Abraham says, you know what? Pick whatever you want, whichever, whichever land you want, you pick that first. I'll go wherever, wherever you, wherever you don't pick. And so Lot picks what looks to be the best thing, right? But it's not always what it looks. Listen, when you realize that the blessing of the Lord and the Holy Spirit is in you, right? And God's favor is on your life. It doesn't matter what something may look like in your natural eye. God will bless you. Watch this where you go. And so and so what looked to be the best path for him wasn't the best path for him. He got to a point where he even wanted the stuff that they fed the pigs, but nobody would even give it to him. How does he go to give me all my stuff now, give me all my riches now, and I want the freedom and I'm leaving. And it led him to a path where he wanted the stuff that the, that the pigs ate and nobody would feed it to him because in his natural eyes, it looked like like the decision to make was what was what to get my money and go and get my freedom but however that was not the decision to make why because god sees further than we can see he had no clue that there would be a famine he had no clue that when that famine hit he'd have nothing left and he had no clue that then he'd have to get a job working for farmers feeding the pigs but what but god knew right and so look and so he had, and so Jesus develops this story in such a way where he's trying to explain to people that there are several instances where you will find yourself lost. And he found himself lost. Why? Because of a decision that he made, trying to follow his own desires. Again, the same way I say we can feel something, but not act on it. We can desire something and not pursue it. We ain't ready. Nope. Because we're told to pursue it all. What you want, go for it. You know, if you want it, pray to, listen. Some of us are praying for desires to God that God don't want us to have. Here it is. Watch. And the best thing for us, Brian, is if God just doesn't give it. To, just if He just ignores the request. <laughs> He's just like, nope, not give. Listen, because this, this son would have been better off if the father says, there's no way in the world I'm giving you your inheritance and you're not leaving. He could, But he didn't tell him no. He told him yes. 
Some listen, some of us, our lives are saved because God has not given us some of the same things we want or the things that we pray for. That's right, Brian. Not everything is for us. And sometimes we pray for this and pray for that. And it's because we desire it. But the same thing that we desire may be the thing that we should not pursue. This man pursued every, pursued his desire and he en- ended up in the worst place he could possibly be. Come on. I'm the, listen, I'm not asking you to testify. I'm just saying how many of us could say, I've made some decisions before based on some desires. And God knows, I ain't, I, ain't, I, got, I see you, Brian. And God knows, and God knows, I did not want to end up where I ended up, but I was following what? A desire. Listen, Isaiah 50, says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways in your thoughts. Listen, what if our prayer isn't for the things that we desire? Here it is. But our prayer is regarding our desires. Let's go. Write that down. What if, here it is. What if, watch this, watch this Bianca. What if my prayer isn't for my desires? Like, I'm forget praying for, this is what I want. Give me this, God. Give me, I'm not doing anything. But God, shape my desires. Shape the things in my heart that I chase after. Make, watch this, make me, give me the same heart that you have and call and cause me to want to pursue the things that you desire. Make my heart your, make me desire the, the same things you desire and cause my pursuits to, and the things that I want, I'm not even going to ask for them because what if I get the things that I want and it's not even, and it's not, and it's not what's best for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not. Watch this. Usually they try to they try to save this good stuff for Easter. I'm giving you all this stuff right now. Right now we get in the word. Here we go. Here we go. That's right. Let me let my let me stop praying for my desires and pray that my and, and pray and pray about my desires that my that 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 the, the, the desire itself. Give me the desire. What it, says, it, is the, it is God who gives us the will self in the Lord and he will give you the desires of my heart. And so well, if I just delight myself in the Lord, then I'll get the stuff I want. No, no. If I delight myself in the Lord, he will start to give me the desires that are in my, and then, and so then the desires that are in my heart are the desires that he's given me. They, are, they ain't the things I naturally would want to do, but it's the desires that he's, that he's given me. So, 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 so what? So I can't trust my own decision-making and I should not pursue all my desires. All right. All right. Here we go. Number three, this is the, this is the reason y'all came to church this morning. Watch this. You can always turn things around. You can all, listen, you can always, things can always turn around. We do not, watch this, don't believe the lie. We do not have to continue. Here we go, Tracy, uh, Tanya. We do not have to continue in the foolishness that we put ourselves in. Listen, we don't have to continue in the foolishness we put ourselves in. He did a full turnaround right there in the bottom of his mess. Now, by the way, you also don't have to wait till you get to the to the pig pen. You don't have to wait till you get to the mess to make the decision. But for some of us, that's what it takes. But you don't have to wait. The minute you realize this is snowballing out of control, this is not where I'm supposed to be. This is heading down a path that I know is not right. You can stop right there before you get to the pig pen. At any moment, you can turn around. He did a full turnaround. And listen, and none of this halfway stuff, trying to work out my own thing, trying to finesse my way out of it. Well, now, nah, well, if I do this and that, nah, well, now nah, I'm just trying to. No, no, no. I am completely out of pocket. I am headed down the wrong way. I need to stop 
and I need to turn around. He said, enough is enough. I'm stopping this. I'm turning back around and I'm doing what, Brian? And I am going back home where I belong. We do not, Laurie, we do not have to continue in the foolishness, in the craziness, in the ridiculousness that we've decided to go down. We can stop at any moment. Watch this. We can, we made one decision to get in that mess. We can make another decision to get out. Now watch this. Here's why I'm going to talk about the importance of the the decision. So when Jesus was starting these three parables, because this is only, this is the third parable of three. Again, read the entire uh, Luke uh, 15. The first one where he talked about, here's why I hang out with lost people, is he talked about that there's, you know, there's a shepherd, he loses one uh, sheep, he leaves the 99 that are safe and goes, finds the one, he grabs that one, he brings the one back. The shepherd or the, the man went to go get the lost sheep. In the other one, there was a woman who had coins. She lost one. She went all through her house and did everything she could do to find that one. She went to go seek the one. that The lost sheep was, was sought and brought back. The coin was, was searched for, found, brought back. But in this instance, the only way that the one who was lost came back was because he decided to change and turn around. The father did not leave the house to come get this boy. The boy had to make a decision to turn around and to change his way. So with the lost sheep, we love that one. Oh, he'll leave. We even got a song. He'll leave the 99 and get the one. And yes, he will leave the 99 and get the one. Thank God, because all of us was that one lost sheep at some time. So th- watch this. There's an ele- there's a, there's a element to God that will, yes, come and get you when you're gone and when you're lost. And then, yes, there's an element that will search high and low to find that one lost coin. But there's also an element that says the minute you decide, come on, to turn around and stop following your desires and following your decisions and doing all of that stuff that he will what? Welcome you back with open arms, but you got to get up and turn around. Second Chronicles 7, 14 says, if my people, which are called by my name, will hump, will what? If they do what? Hump, not, not if my people, which are called by my name, will just stand there and I'll go get them. No, but we just talked about, he'll leave the 99. We says, but we'll do what? Humble themselves. Number one, humble, humility. Okay. Stop being prideful. You don't know everything. Admit it. Listen, we you, we talk about this. It's so funny. We talk about this all the time. Admit it. I'm lost and I have no clue where I am. <laughs> Come on. I'm lost. I have no clue where I am. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Why am I sitting here about to eat the stuff that the pigs and people won't even and people they said that the people weren't even giving him the stuff that they fed the pigs. Watch this. Humble myself, humble myself, just and pray, right? And seek my face. And then what? And turn from their wicked ways. I am not preaching works-based. I am preaching the fact that we see the, the, the shepherd leaving the 99 to go get, the woman cleaning the house and searching high and low to go get. And we see another example, because don't forget, when Jesus started this story, he says, to further illustrate this point, the writer says that, to further illustrate the point, Jesus gave this illustration. So whether it's someone who's lost in uh, 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 one of the sheep, or whether it's a coin, or whether someone who has who's made bad decisions in their life and they have to turn around and come back, he says, I'm here for all of it. And the truth of the matter is, we all have been the sheep lost, we have all have been the coin lost, and we all have been the prodigal son. But we can make what? Another decision to what? To turn around. The son who was wrong had to do what? Had to come back and had to get up and make what? The decision to come back. The Bible says that when he came to his when he came to himself, some translation come to his senses, but it's like when he thought about it, he's like, what in the world am I doing here? When, because listen, sometimes when we follow our desire, our, here we go. This ain't even in the notes. This is a bonus point. Sometimes our desires and our decision-making 
will have us do things that are outside of who we are. There it is. Because while he was out there, he wasn't, he said, when he came to himself, he said, wait a minute, the servants in my father's house eat better than this. What am I doing here? And he decided to come back. Because when we follow those desires and we do with him, it will have us acting out of pocket, out of character. And then we have to what? Come to ourselves. Why in the world am I acting stupid? Why in the world am I out here doing this? Let me, tu- let me turn around and come, and come back home. Watch this. Watch this. Now, here we go. I want to show you all something, but this is going to be a little different. Now, now point four is, and I got to understand this, not everybody is going to be excited about your comeback. Because now, re- remember, there was a brother who was in the house, and he was like, Dad, why are you killing the fatted calf for him? Why are we doing a party because he came back? Why, why, why such and such? Why such and such? Like, not everybody will celebrate the turnaround. Isn't it sad? Because listen, so watch this. Some watch this. Some people get more pleasure. See, we talked about this last night. Some people get more pleasure out of judging you than praying for you. Please let me drink my water. <laughs> and you can find most of those people in church. I'm gonna drink my water. Hold on. I'm done. I'm not gonna say nothing else about church. Here we go. Not watch this because impact the church. But anyway, um, some people watch this get more pleasure from you being down, would rather talk about you being in the pig pit than happy that you're not there anymore. And here's what's crazy about this with the brother. Here's the sad thing about this. And this is with with other people too. Here's the sad thing is that the brother, watch this, loses nothing by by his brother coming back. And watch this. Here's 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 what else. He also doesn't gain anything from the brother being gone. He doesn't gain anything from the brother being gone. It ain't like, oh, yeah, he's out. So now I listen, there's a reason why in this parable, Jesus says the younger brother. See, the older brother was already the older brother. He was already in line for what he was in line with. So he wasn't gained. If the older brother was the one who gone, then the younger brother does gain from it because the older brother could be dead and gone. But the older brother doesn't gain from it. He doesn't lose from it. But still mad that the boy is being celebrated for coming back home. Watch this. But here's what we have to realize. This is where we got to check our character. Watch this. But when the father talks to the older son, he speaks to him with compassion. He still says, my dear son. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He's talking to the older one. Listen, the older one acting angry. He's mad. He wouldn't even, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even go in. And the father, and Jesus says, again, Jesus is teaching a point here. So now here's Jesus trying to teach a point with with everything in the story. He says, he says the, uh, the older brother was angry. And wouldn't go in. This is verse 28. His father came out and begged him. But he replied, all these years I worked for you uh, 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 and slaved for you and, and never once refused to do a single thing to me. And all that time you get uh, you never gave me one, uh, one young goat. for." So he's all mad about this stuff. Right? He goes down. And then in verse 31, the father said to him while he's angry and mad and mad and mad. Me, me, me. He says, dear son, that's all I want to read from that. That's all I want to read. Because he, he goes on to explain and, and tries to comfort him, but he still responds to that one with compassion. Y'all, I'm talking about when people come at you wrong, understand that God still sees them with compassion. We don't want that. We want to pray that God hurt them. I know not y'all, because y'all go to impact. I want I pray that God does something to them. Y'all don't, because y'all impact people. I do. Watch this. But don't don't forget scripture. Well, don't forget scripture because what's still happening? The father is still preparing a table for the younger son in the presence of the one who who's mad about it. And at the same time, he's also trying to teach a lesson to the older son. 
He said, dear son, he didn't say, oh, you foolish hater. Oh, you such and such and such. Oh, you blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. He goes out and says, dear son, <laughs> you know, you all, you, 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 all, you've all, you've always had what you need. You were always going to have what you need, but your brother's back. We should be happy about that. And so Jesus, watch this, in the middle of the Pharisees being upset with him, the Pharisees represent the older brother. He's trying, he's, he has the father in the story teaching the brother so he can teach them about the way that he sees them. Like you still have a chance to get back, y'all. I don't even, you know, like I'm trying to save people. Y'all say y'all are the religious leaders, blah, 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 but you need me the same way that he needs me in a different way. And so instead of kicking the older son out, see, we, we, you know, we come back, you know, our human nature will want us to have the older son banished from the kingdom forever because he was jealous and not happy for the kid. Banish him forever. He doesn't get, he loses his inheritance and now it's mine. You know, because we love the wealth of the wicked is laid up. We love that scripture. We love that one. But what about, what about teach them all, teach us all, save us all, Lord. Our, our, our scripture, our scripture should be, it is not his desire that any should perish, but that all should come into repentance. Oh, but church, we don't like, we don't like the all comes to repentance. We want us, we want us safe and saved and them booted out. But the father, Jesus, in that whole lesson, Jesus still comes back and says, even the one who was jealous, dear son, <laughs> you always going to get what you was going to get. You good. You safe. You have yours. You gain nothing. You lose nothing. You were always going to have it. Let's just accept your brother back. Y'all, I'm trying to tell you, walk with your heads high. You do not watch this. You do you you do not have to stay in, in any any kind of pit. You can recover from a bad decision. Because again, don't forget the lost sheep, the man went to go get him. The lost coin, the woman tore down that house to try to find that lost coin. This one was a bad decision. The sheep didn't decide to get lost. The coin didn't try to you know lose itself. This one was a decision to walk away. And what happened? That same decision to walk made a different decision to turn back and was accepted back with open arms.